Pop Pop, what are you doing here? Elizabeth, sweetie, I am here to tell you something really important. You need to stop. You need to stop doing these things that are not good for you. You need to take care of yourself and stop hurting your body. Stop putting these things into your body. Stop doing these things that are not good for you. I know this is not you. This is not who you are. I know it's hard. And this is not who you are. You can do better than this. It's going to be okay. I woke up in my college dorm room during my sophomore year of college and looked around the room and knew in my soul that dream was right on time, maybe a little late, <laughs> but right on time, and it's one I never forget, it's one that I hold true to my heart, true to my soul, true to my spirit, my pop-pop, <laughs> My pop-pop died when I was 10. And grief doesn't get easier, does it? It doesn't get easier. We don't get over it. We, hmm. My pop-pop died when I was 10. And that was hard. I still remember the day that we found out that he had cancer and that it was really bad. He had cancer in his lungs and it spread to other parts of his body that I can't remember now, but it spread fast. And he did not live very long after we found out about his cancer. These tears of mine today are a little surprising, <laughs> but I'm going to go with it because it's here. And it's okay, right? It's okay. My pop-up was so fun and jovial. That's a word, really, that to me describes him. His laugh, he had this laugh that was just catchy and, and magnetic. And he loved to laugh. And he loved, when we laughed, he would, 
he would walk around with his movie camera on his shoulder, always capturing videos. And back then they were big and bulky, but he, he would carry them around and he called my Grammy doll. Yeah, he did. He called my Grammy doll because he loved her so much. And he was so fun. And he was a man of faith. A man of faith. And when I think about him coming to me in my dream, way, way long ago, when I was in college and struggling with lots of things, with change and with with my own dad's battle with cancer at that time. My parents couldn't pick me up from college in the spring because my dad was getting treatment. Um, my, my aunt Judy and Uncle Pete came and picked me up and it's funny how you remember different things about life and and how we deal, how we manage, how we roll and climb and clamor and struggle through the mud, the muck. For me, I had a rough sophomore year, maybe even freshman year. I didn't treat myself well. I had I had some moments where I ate too much, drank too much, didn't take care of myself, didn't take care of my body, and and pop up spoke through my dream and said, this is not you, Elizabeth. This is not you. I love you, and you can do better than this. With his kind, smiling face and gentle spirit, he said, do better than this. I know you can. This is not who you are. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Yeah, we get those messages from different places. Today we're talking about nurturing the spirit, honoring, nurturing, believing in your spirit. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I'm your host, Dr. Liz, a licensed psychologist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. This podcast is about the power of connection and a proactive approach to mental health and overall wellness. It's about finding and owning your power right now and using it for good by nurturing the connection of body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Empowered by Design podcast delivers psychological concepts, 
and practical strategies with a real-life approach. Designed to empower health and wellness, optimal performance, authentic connection with yourself and others, and purposeful, joyful living. Be well, live empowered, dream design deliver. Okay, so I'm back and I blew my nose, I dried my eyes, and I am going to talk to you today about honoring, nurturing, and believing in your spirit. I am a dreamer. So hello to you dreamers out there. I'm Dr. Liz, and you are listening to the Empowered by Design podcast. This is episode 17, and the last episode in the series, Designing and Delivering the Life of Your Dreams, Body, Mind, Heart, Soul, and Spirit. I am so excited to be with you here today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you if this is your first time. You're in for a doozy today, (laughs) as you can see. I brought the tears with me, which I didn't really know was going to happen, but you know what? Okay. I'm I'm just going to go with it. Um, If you're here for the first time, welcome. And thank you for tuning in. I'm glad you found your way to, to me and to this podcast. If you are returning, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back to see what comes next week, every week. I am so thankful for you coming here and being with me, having these chats heart to heart with me and yeah, welcome, welcome. So we are talking about the spirit today and my spirit, my spirit, hmm. my spirit comes to me in lots of different ways, but one of the most powerful ways that my spirit shows itself, speaks to me, is through my dreams. I shared with you a dream that I had many, many years ago when I was in a tough spot and needed something different. I needed a change. I needed a message. I needed something to push me out of this stuck place or to pull me closer to my soul, my spirit, who I am at my core. And that was my pop-pop dream. love him. Tears are coming. Gonna let that just settle in (laughs) so that I can move on. But so I am a dreamer and my spirit speaks to me in my dreams. And as you know, if you've heard any of the episodes before, my goal, my vision for this podcast is to deliver information that's helpful 
help you see things from a different perspective, and help you get inside, get in tune with yourself, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. I'm not here to tell you what not to believe. I share my beliefs, my stories, my (laughs) vision and dreams with you as an invitation to tune into yours, to pay attention to yours and to get in touch with who you are, to learn more about yourself so that you can be who you want to be. Today I'm sitting in my office where I record these podcasts and I go to one of the different rooms in my office than the one that I'm in most often because in my office there's two ticking clocks (laughs) and Sometimes the ticking can really be distracting when there's not too much talking going on. And so I move and I do my pod. I record this podcast in the next door office and I sit with the lights out. And in front of me, on the wall opposite the desk, is a wall hanging that says, Blackbird singing in the dead of night, take these broken wings and learn to fly. Blackbird, the Beatles song. I love the Beatles. (laughs) And I love that song. I love those lyrics. And there's something magical about those words blackbird singing in the dead of night take these broken wings and learn to fly i want to talk to you about the spirit today and the spirit is this concept that is somewhat unscientific to say the least the spirit in my mind helps us to understand our energy to understand our identity who we are at our core who we are who we are in our soul for me it's hard to tease apart the aspect of the spirit and the aspect of the soul. And for that matter, as you've heard me say before, we pull these aspects of balanced health apart in order to look at them, understand them, explain them, and recognize we then put them back together because they're connected and they're interconnected, they're reciprocal, they have energy that flows between them, the body, mind, the heart, the soul, and the spirit. And when we think about the spirit, we think about the divinity and the mysticism of spirituality. 
sometimes we get confused or we associate strongly spirituality and religion. And there's certainly overlap and there are certainly aspects of religious beliefs and practices that come into the spiritual realm. So I will, I will say that for me, when I look back on my life and think about how I think about or how I kind of conceptualize spirit and the spirituality aspect of life, I have to acknowledge my upbringing, which was very connected to religion. And I was brought up in a Christian home, a very strict <laughs> Christian home. Our, our religion is, is Orthodox, Presbyterian, and um, and when you're when you're brought up in a certain faith, a certain religion, at least for me, you just kind of do it. You don't think too much about it. And when I started getting a little older and questioning, like, what? What? This doesn't make any sense to me. I had a really hard time navigating, making sense, scientific sense of things that were taught in my religion. And I would question, I, oh, I feel so bad for my Sunday school teacher. I would really put it to him. <laughs> and, and I was a teenager, so I was not, I did not have a lot of finesse with my confusion. It was like when I was confused, it would come off like, what? This doesn't make any sense. And, um, and it, it doesn't, right? Sometimes spirituality and faith are, they're not logical. They don't make scientific sense. It's about believing. It's about faith. Yesterday, I watched a talk virtually, with a live talk with one of my favorite psychoanalysts in all the world, if not my favorite, Dr. Irv Yalom, who recently wrote a book, Love, Loss, and What Matters in the End. He identifies as an atheist and came to us, the audience, in a real authentic way, talking about his grief and his wife passed away a year and a half ago about and he talked about her with such love and devotion and acknowledged this struggle of grief this struggle to to come to terms to feel okay and really just recognized that conflict that we have when it comes to existential types of things, things that we all experience as human beings and they don't always make logical sense. 
and we try to figure them out and we try to make sense of them in our brains and our minds and we struggle with that and we're left with confusion if we stay in that mind space he said my intelligent mind he called it my intelligent mind in my intelligent mind I know I'll never see Marilyn again but in part of my mind I find myself thinking I'll see Marilyn when I die I know that sounds silly foolish even he said And I didn't think it sounded silly or foolish at all because in my spirit, I believe in the connection of our spirits. I don't know with any certainty where our souls go. I believe I believe, I want to believe, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I want to believe they go to heaven, I want to believe they all go there, I want to believe that there's not really a hell, that's just true, but I do believe they're with us in spirit, I believe people who are still present on this earth are with us in spirit. I believe people who have left physically this earth are still with us in spirit. My pop-up came to me in that dream. My paka has come to me in other dreams, so that's my other grandfather, paka meaning grandfather in Dutch. Other people have come to me in my dreams and sometimes in signs here on this earth. A few weeks ago, if you listened before, you know that I was on a trip in Florida with my family and I was really in touch with my soul and my spirit And I was asking for signs from the universe. I talked about this in episode 11. I found the book Maybe when I had asked the universe to send me a ladybug. And it did. On that trip, I also asked the universe, God, my Grammy, whose one-year anniversary of her death was the next day while I was away I asked for a sign from her and if you know my Grammy (laughs) that's a stretch because if Pop-Up was a man of faith Grammy was the strictest most religious person that I know personally that I've ever come in contact with very rigid in her faith very staunch in her beliefs and and she and she would love to hear me say that about her <laughs> she would really own that one um and be proud of it and um so i don't i don't know i wish i would have known 
if she had this side of her that maybe wanted to believe in signs. She would say the Holy Spirit for sure. She would, we would, we would definitely, we would definitely line up on her belief in the, the Holy Spirit as an aspect of God and the Trinity. I asked the universe to send me a bluebird because my Grammy loved birds. My dad once built her a birdhouse. She had birds, bird feeders everywhere at her house. She had pictures of birds and her curtains had bluebirds on them and her favorite color was blue. I asked the universe just because I wanted to remember her in a special way on the anniversary of her death. And we were in Florida and I told my family because I had told my family about the ladybug and, you know, they, they believed in, they had their own reactions. And I even told my mom, I said, I'm going to ask for a bluebird for Grammy, from Grammy to remember her. And I encouraged my mom to ask for her own sign because I knew it would be a hard day for her. And there's something about the connection of spirit that helps us feel better, right? Helps us feel better when our minds can't do it. Our minds, our intelligent minds, just can't make logical sense of death or when we will meet again or if we will meet again, but our spirits can. Our belief, our beliefs, our faith, they can. They can. So the morning of the anniversary of my grandmother's death, I said, I'm going to see a bluebird today. And my mom had asked for a lighthouse because my Grammy loved lighthouses. And we were walking on this path, place with lots of buildings, but there were lots of trees. And so there were birds flying around and, and they were black. They were black birds and some that were light gray birds. We were walking on this path in the morning and there was a bird who was like kind of following <laughs> following me it seemed um and it was black so i was like okay it's not my bluebird and I, I swore when i looked at it there in the sunlight there was a shimmer of blue and i said is is there a shimmer of blue in that bird and my children and my husband said no you are making that up there is no blue in that bird okay all right there's no blue in that bird. I'm, I'm stretching. I'm looking too far for that. And so I kept looking, but we did our thing. We were, we were going to swim and go to the pool and just have fun and relax. And at one point I said to my husband, let's just take, let's just take a little walk. We walked a little bit around the place and we walked out into the sunshine and I saw these birds again. And I, I was looking again. I, oh, I still see that blue shimmer. And I was apparently the only one. <laughs> Until 
until I came upon the kind of the edge of the, the water, a lake or a pond. Yeah, it was a lake. And these birds were brilliantly blue in the sun. And I took pictures. So I have proof that I saw a bird that was blue, not called the bluebird. It was actually called a blue starling. So this bird was black from afar. And as you got closer to it, and especially in the sunlight, you can see the blue shimmer. And again, I took pictures, so I got my proof, but I was so elated, so excited to have gotten my sign from my gram. And it made me feel close to her. It made me feel connected to her. I, I told my mom, and I was so excited, and my mom was so excited, and we, I, we were looking it up, looking up the, the name of the bird. And for me, it was about the belief. It was about the belief, the spiritual belief, the spiritual connection, and that was meaningful to me. When we think about the aspects of our experience, the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit, the heart, aren't we so lucky, blessed that we have all of those different aspects at our disposal, at our pleasure with us, and we can tune into them. We can use them, we can enjoy them, they can help us when we need. When our minds just can't do the job, we can turn to our hearts or our spirit or our body. When we're distraught with emotional distress and pain and we're crying and we don't know what to do and we don't know how to fix it, we can turn to a different aspect of our experience. We can take a walk, we can go for a run, get the energy out with our body. We can turn into our soul, tune into our spirit, give it up to God or the universe or something outside of ourselves. We can connect with other people, we can hug, we can sit close. We can hold hands, we can snuggle, we can think about, we can imagine, we can envision the people that love us, the people that we love, whether here on this earth or somewhere else in some other realm. And when I think about that in a psychological kind of way, I will tell you that there is in Carl Jung's kind of version of psychology an aspect called the collective unconscious where there is this belief, this tenet that as human beings we are connected in a collective 
energy, a collective realm. Some would say a spiritual realm. And for sure, critics of this type of belief have said, well, you can't prove that. That's not scientific. There's no research to back that up. And you're right. It is difficult to, impossible sometimes even, right, to scientifically prove the aspect of spirit. And then we think about our own experiences, things that have happened that we just can't explain with our intelligent, logical brains, with our thinking and analyzing minds. Deja vu. Trusting your gut. When you just know, you know there's something telling you to go over to that table and see what is there. And lo and behold, the man is making a purple heart necklace. When your intuition is telling you, get out of this job, get out of this relationship, go through this door, pick up the phone and call this friend, get off the highway and go see your grandmother. (laughs) So over the weekend, I was driving home from my son's baseball tournament and he has played there a few times this year, a couple times, and every time I'm on the highway, I go by my the exit to my grandmother's house, Gigi, Gigi and Pappy. And it's always either early in the morning when we're arriving at the tournament or late in the afternoon or late in the evening when we're coming home and there's something else going on. And I think, oh, I need to go. I want to stop in and see Gigi and Pappy. And this weekend, I thought, I have, I have some time. Actually, I will say that the spirit moved me. Something inside. I was listening to music. I wasn't doing... My brain was kind of just going. And it was like a half mile before the exit. And I said, I have, I have to go. I want to go see them. I'm going to go see Gigi and Pappy. So I quick called and I said, are you home? Can I come visit? And Gigi said, yes, yes, that would be so great. And it was so great. And I sat at their big wooden dining room table and Pappy and Gigi sat with me and We talked and we even had some tears. We talked about life. We talked about baseball. We talked about work. We talked about our health. But we were together and enjoying our moments together. And I even said to Graham, Gigi, I said, 
the spirit moved me. And she kind of laughed and I said, isn't it funny that that phrase is something that I heard so much when I was younger or growing up. It was just kind of one of those things that it just was said in my house. It was said in my family. And I really didn't think about it, really, really think about it until recently to think about the important aspect of allowing ourselves to be moved, to be directed by our spirit, by our intuition, because that is an important aspect of who we are, our identity, our energy, what we carry with us wherever we go, wherever we go home, we go to work, we go to school, we go to the game, we go to the store, we sit with our friends and our family and we bring our spirit with us. We bring our spirit energy that sometimes is connected to how we feel and other times feels a little bit off. And when it does feel off, it's important to tune in, to be curious, and sometimes to tune into other aspects of our identity, our heart, our soul, our minds, our bodies, because they all work together to deliver our experiences. Our spirits, honoring, nurturing, believing in our spirits. How does your spirit show up for you? How do you tune in to your spirit? Do you tune in to your spirit? Or is your spirit... buried below the surface? Is it at the depths of the ocean of your soul? Is it in darkness right now? Yearning for light. Yearning for you to embrace it to honor it, to believe in it. I invite you to tune in to your spirit. How does it show up for you? How does it speak to you? I woke up with a heavy heart today. I woke up with you know, some pain in my body and frustration because of it. And I allowed myself to feel the frustration, to feel the discouragement (laughs) as I sit here in this room and hear the birds outside my window. I just, I love that so much. I don't know if you can hear it because I do have (laughs) this part of over my microphone that's supposed to drown out the background noise, but 
I wish you could hear the birds because they're beautiful. <laughs> so today, even though last night we had the most amazing first live group coaching call of the Healthy by Design program for spring 2021. I couldn't have been more excited last night than I was. <laughs> I was in my glory, in my element, with my team, my powerful team of visionistas and the women who trusted us, who signed up, who tuned into something in their hearts or souls or spirits, bodies or their minds to say, right now is my time. Right now is my time to sign up for this program, to, to try something different. It's scary to do that. It's scary to take a chance, to, to tune in and sign up for a program that takes a commitment of time and energy and money that takes a commitment of time and energy and investment of your spirit. And it was magnificent. We connected, we chatted, we found similarities in our experiences and I am so excited for next week. I'm so thrilled, so excited. And it was wonderful. It was a great night. I came home and I couldn't wait to talk about it. And <laughs> I got home later than I wanted to, but maybe that was it. Maybe the spirit energy in my house was a little bit off. My my son and my daughter were competing in this family challenge of fitness and we're competitive, but my son just couldn't handle that. <laughs> there was, let's just say there was some, some energy of competition and discouragement. But um, I woke up this morning and I guess it was this discouragement of this pain. So if you've listened to before, I talked about my, my tuning into the body. I was missing it. I wasn't tuned in to this aspect of my experience that, that's, that was painful. And I started going to physical therapy. And I think for me, one of the things I've realized is that before I started working to get rid of the pain, it was just a part of my experience. I lived with it and I said, oh, there's my back pain again and moved on. And now that I'm engaged, actively engaged in this physical therapy process and doing the exercises, maybe not as much as I should be at home, <laughs> maybe that's it, maybe I'm upset with myself, I'm embarrassed with myself or discouraged, I'm, I'm working on it, I'm getting treatment and I'm still feeling some pain, so that's discouraging. That was definitely in my awareness this morning 
and my mind wasn't working it out. My heart wasn't working it out. My spirit even wasn't doing the, doing it for me this morning. And I had to, I had to use my body. So I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't, I was running a little bit late and I said, you know what? I have to do these exercises. I have to do these physical therapy exercises. And that helped. I tuned into my body as a last resort. <laughs> but I did it. And it worked. It brought me back into alignment. It brought me back into balance. And so as we wrap this up, this series of designing and delivering the life of your dreams, body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, I invite you to tune into you. I talk about all of the aspects. So today we talked about nurturing the spirit. In episode nine was the introduction to this series, designing and delivering the life and love of your dreams. Episode 10 was nurturing the body. Episode 11, nurturing the mind. Episode 13 was nurturing the heart. Episode 15 was nurturing the soul. Episode 17 today, nurturing the spirit. We pulled them apart to understand them better and we are putting them back together now because they belong together. They help each other out in order to help us out in a human collective way. Tune in to your spirit. Tune into your heart. Tune into your soul. Tune into your body. Tune in to your mind. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being with me and for being with you, for being with yourself. When you come to this space, I'm delivering these episodes, these thoughts, these musings of my own to help you understand you better, to help you tune in to you better. I invite you to please, if this was meaningful for you, if this episode spoke to your spirit, spoke to your soul, or any other aspect of your experience, please take the time to leave me a review. It means so much to me to read them, to hear from you, to know that this can be meaningful and is meaningful. I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for coming back week after week. And I thank you if this was your first episode. I hope you come back. I can't wait to connect with you again next time. Have a great, great day. 
Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.